Hello, everyone, and welcome to another American Scouser podcast, one of our spotlight podcasts where we talk to official Liverpool supporter clubs and get more information about them uh, for all the fans in the U.S. So today we have a hot, right off the hot off the presses kind of official Liverpool supporters club. Uh, we have Colorado <laughs> Springs, who just became official, uh, let's say, two weeks ago on the day, actually. And with us is the, their chairman, uh, Trayson Merritt. Trayson, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. It's good to be here. Man, you guys have quite the story. And I know we have talked before while you were in the works on trying to make it happen. Uh, so I know when the day was coming close. Uh, I thought of you guys, like a couple of other ones that I've talked to. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to make it. And you guys made it to the finish line. So congratulations. Welcome aboard. It only makes things official. Is there a huge difference now within the group? Do you sense like a different vibe now that it's official? Uh, I, you know, I, I feel like there is. I think everyone in the group was kind of anticipating. People were asking me, hey, you know, have you heard about official status yet? And I was like, I haven't heard. I know that COVID is kind of throwing a monkey wrench and everything. But I was like, I'm, I know I'm going to hear. They said they're going to hear by October 9th. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to hear on October 9th then. So I was, I was telling you before, I was kind of losing sleep the last couple of days. I was like, what am I going to find out? Am I going to find out? And so the, the morning, about 6.30 in the morning, I woke up and checked my email and it was there. And I was like, yes. But yeah. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a cool story. Like I said, you guys had quite a fast turnaround. So let's start from the very beginning, I guess. Uh, you have like a pretty interesting story about how you came about to be a Liverpool fan for starters. So we'll start with that because you're originally from Alaska, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Anchorage. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about that. I mean, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and like how you came about, how it came about that you became a Liverpool fan for starters. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of funny. My grandparents in the 90s, they went to Liverpool and they brought back the white and red crown paint jersey. I'm sure you, you remember that jersey. Old school, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so they brought it back and um, I just remember one day we were just, we were at my grandparents and we, didn't have a lot of soccer. It was like 1998 or 97, I think. And it was Michael Owen's debut. And I, they just happened to have that game on TV, which they never had soccer on. And yeah. I think they're, I can't remember who they were playing, but um, it was, it was, a, it was great. And that was like kind of my first, like, Oh, Michael Owen, he's so young. Like as a kid, I thought that was so cool. And, you know, obviously he, he went off in another direction shortly after. And then Stevie G came, you know, was kind of coming up at that time. And he kind of was the guy that, made me like really fall in love with Liverpool and just watching him play and the things that he could do was just, it was just absolutely amazing. And then, so basically it all starts with the Jersey and you start like kind of like following them and just fall in love while we're like watching them. I mean, is that anything that made you like seek out? Cause I mean, I came to the U S right about then uh, for college, like uh, mid nineties and yeah, it was almost impossible to get soccer on TV. Yeah, it was it was hard. So, I mean, I watched it when I could as a kid. I I played. I've been playing soccer since I was four, um, and it was just one of those things where the that was kind of all I needed, and you know, initially. And then um, as I got older, I would uh, start more and more games came on TV, and it was more readily available to us in the U.S. And so I started watching more. And I mean, the the Champions League against AC Milan. Um, I think, and a lot of supporters, that game sticks out for obvious reasons. But I just remember watching that game and being totally blown away. Like, 
I cannot believe that we came back. Like I, it, it was just, it just totally incredible. I mean, there's a lot of nights like that for Liverpool, but, um, and then, you know, in 2008, I, I was at a college showcase tournament and this is kind of where I was really solidified as a, a Liverpool supporter for life. Um, I was in a really bad accident where I collided with a goalie and it put me in the hospital for a while. Um, I had to have surgery and stuff like that. And, you know, I was kind of down and out. And um, my dad reached out to the club when I was in the hospital and I showed you the, the autograph picture earlier. I, in the cool so. Yeah, I, I got home and my dad left it sitting on my bed in this manila envelope. And I just remember looking at it and it said Liverpool on it. And I was like, what would I possibly have gotten from Liverpool? And I opened it up and pulled out this sheet and it says, Trayson, you will never walk alone. And the whole team signed it. And I was just like, man, I, I can't believe just, I'm just some kid from Alaska. This club sent me this, like, it's, that's incredible. So myself and my entire family now, we're all a bunch of diehard, diehard Liverpool fans. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I and mean, that's a cool thing to have. And yeah, yeah, I mean, some of the things I hear, like some of those stories like that, things that the club does really shows more like the family aspect of the club for such a huge club to still be able to keep that family aspect is always cool. So then you eventually come to the Colorado area. Were you able to like, did you ever get together with other like fans in Alaska? I don't know, like how large the you know population of the area you were in and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it was hit or miss, you know, and you're playing, playing competitive soccer and you have teammates and, you know, they like all different teams, you know, Man United, unfortunately. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you, you had a mix, but we would all watch games together in Alaska for sure. And you know, the banter is always there, which is always fun. But, um, but here, no, here in Colorado, I honestly, I mean, I had my college teammates because I played soccer in college. But then after college, everyone kind of moves away and does their own thing. And I moved up to Colorado Springs with my wife. And um, we, I just kind of was one of those things where I didn't really have anyone to watch with. And for the first, geez, five years we were here, I didn't have anyone to watch it with. I watched it by myself. And, uh, yeah, and then, and then it kind of starts to get into the, the, day, the days that we're in now that's why i thought it was like amazing you guys had like a really quick turnaround so like at one point do you say i gotta find some other guys around here somewhere <laughs> so how does that work out well when when we're the, the second time around in the champions league final against tottenham i was like there's no way that i'm watching this by myself i am not watching this game by so myself wait, you basically started at the at that champions league final the one we won yeah so we're talking like even less okay that's, that is awesome okay go ahead so so i i uh they, we have a sub, official supporters club in denver and i had messaged them and i said hey you know what time do i need to get there the game here was at 1 p.m and they said you need to get here at 4 a.m <laughs> and i said okay um i'm gonna drive i'm gonna be driving from colorado springs and like i won't even be guaranteed a spot then and so it was kind of one of those things it was like the perfect storm of things and i'm kind of one of those guys it's like i'm sure i'm not the only person and so i went on facebook and um created an event i, I went and talked to a few different pubs here in town and 
found uh, what, which was our first home, Abby's, uh, found, got in touch with them and they were really pumped about it. And I just was like, Hey, if, will you promote a viewing party? I'll go on Facebook. I'll promote a viewing party. I have no idea what the turnout's going to be, but we'll see. And, uh, so I started promoting it on Facebook and started getting responses. And, um, the one thing about Colorado Springs is it's a, it's a, there's a lot of military bases here. And so we end up with a lot of expats, British expats. And um, it, it was just one of those things where I told my wife the day of, I said, I'm going to head to the game early and I might, you know, maybe there's three people, maybe there's four people, I don't know. And um, so I walk in and people are already there. There's like 35 people there. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and I walk in and um, my, the, the club's treasurer, Carlo, he's, he's from Liverpool and uh, he's, this he has a ball he's bald and he has big red painted on the back of his head and his Liverpool jersey and I said this is where I want to be you know <laughs> so, so I mean that's amazing in terms of like a turnout because I you know I talked to a lot of groups that are kind of like in the beginning processes and you know like you're saying I mean your hit or miss is a big hit so, I mean usually you know the people will say 6 12 14 because that's really important and especially you know, first impressions, I know when you're trying to secure a location, especially, that's like huge to be able to show those numbers and say, and we're just starting, that's probably sealed the deal. Was it a challenge? I mean, did you, sounds like it wasn't as difficult to find a location to host the party for you? Yeah, so there, there wasn't a whole lot of places that I like, I wanted to be. I could have gone to a lot of different restaurants that had TVs and stuff like that, but I really wanted it to feel like we're in a pub, you know, we're so far away from Anfield, but in Liverpool, but let's at least make it feel like we're close. So I didn't want it to be in like a regular restaurant. I wanted to make sure it had that pub feel. And so there's not that, there wasn't that many places to, to go to. And so I was just kind of like calling around, calling around. And, you know, some people are like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, we can have you in the back room, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, God, I want you to be excited about us coming. Like, I want you to be ready for this. And so uh, I, when I, I finally got a hold of them, they're like, yeah, you know, we're new. We, we, real, we really want to be considered kind of a, a soccer pub. And they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll host you. We'll, we'll host you and we'll be your home. And after the first, the Champions League game, you know, everyone had, had been drinking and obviously celebrating the, the Champions League title. And uh, as everyone kind of dispersed, people started stopping me and they're like, Hey, this is a thing now, right? We're going to keep doing this. Right. And I was just like, like yeah. Addicts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was exactly like that. So it was kind of, it was cool. It was, I didn't, I didn't anticipate there to be that much uh, support right out of the gate. And there was, and it was, it was the coolest feeling. And for me, you know, it was, it was a lot of work to get to where we are now, but when you get messages and people tell you after, Oh, thank you so much. You know, it, it just makes, it makes it totally worth it. You know, just even if, even if it was just five of us, it would be worth it. You know, just to have that, that family kind of piece and building it. It's really cool. So now that you guys are official, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, is there, you had a huge start. Uh, is there a lot more promoting and stuff like that going on to be able to get to that spot where you become official? Yeah, so it was kind of a, a weird climb because we started with a boom 
and then we started the next season and it was like a boom and it seemed like we had a lot of uh, traction and as time kind of went on it was it was a struggle to keep those numbers like 20 plus every single game and so people started kind of I think you know they would come and it would just be like these five people would come to this game and these five people would come to this game as like getting all the members at one game sometimes would be hard and so as we as we kept going and you know it was just kind of like you know we'd have 10 people here five people here it was one of those things where you you go to a game and you're like man am I doing something wrong I don't know if any of the other clubs in the beginning if they're having this problem you know it was one of those things that I was kind of there was times where I was doubting doing it. it's like do I should I just keep doing this there's time there's been times when it's not a big showing and I I heard one of our uh, members went to Albuquerque and he talked to I can't remember his name Brad? Uh, yeah Brad Matthews man. yeah he's yeah, the man in, in Albuquerque yeah he talked to him and he came back and he goes yeah you know he told me that this is how it was for them and blah 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 and it just gave me some reassurance that like one I don't know what I'm doing I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants but it it also gave me some reassurance like okay it's a building process so we went over that first year totally unofficial and then obviously COVID hit um and that was a you know that just it's that's been hard for everyone yeah exactly and um so that, that kind of we, everyone kind of kept in touch and I kept trying to post things and keep everyone like you know I think that it, Liverpool give a lot of people hope and happiness and you know stuff like that and so trying to repost like old games and stuff like that can sometimes you know boost people's spirits through the whole thing when everyone was quarantining and um and then our first game back was Everton after the after the break and um it was there was social distancing we were still at Abby's and I just couldn't believe how many people were just like please I just I want to be do something normal and so we got there and everybody you know was respectful and socially distanced and it was it was cool it, every we got to watch the game together it wasn't we didn't get the result we wanted but it was still everyone was so happy to be back together and it, it was just like you know it was kind of that camaraderie it, it was cool to see how much everyone missed being together I think that's one of the things that COVID showed. I mean, I learned a few things about myself, I think, especially when it first hit, is one, I watch way too many sports, for one. I, I kind of realized <laughs> that in terms of, like, I, I'm like, I, you know, I'm like a soccer nerd, and I'll, you know, last night there was a game on, and my wife was like, why is this on? I'm like, I don't know, it was just soccer, and it's on. Because it's just default, and I don't even know what the hell it was. It was some Guatemalan team playing, like, another one. <laughs> yeah. or like a But it just happened to be the only soccer when I looked it up, and it was on. Uh, but also along those lines. So I kind of eliminated some of the non-essential sports viewing probably. Uh, but I also learned, you know, like how much of a distraction actually it creates in a good positive kind of way in terms of like making you get away from things. I mean, there are certain things that I use to, you know, get away from your daily grind or, you know, like whatever else you got going on. Everybody has something going on. So it kind of showed how much it, that brings and that, you know, like you're talking about, you know, that kind of like little doesn't matter if it's five people, 10 people. It's kind of like your other family, the unofficial family kind of thing that you can get together with. So I really, like, that's one thing I learned definitely from like COVID in terms of like 
how much it means in the big grand scheme of things too. And it's funny that you mentioned Graham somehow, because when you were talking about uh, the, like the happiness it brings, you know, even after the hard work and stuff, I remember him telling me uh, during our podcast actually that we recorded, like he just kind of stood back and watched the whole pub, like, like singing and stuff like that. And like that satisfaction of, man, I kind of somehow made this come together and stuff. I got the same vibe from you. And then five minutes later, you mentioned Graham's name. That's funny. Um, so <laughs> now that you guys are official, uh, but you mentioned like a location change. Is that due to size, other issues? or uh, There was a couple things. I mean, one of them was location. This The Abbey's was kind of in the northeast part of town. And it's Colorado Springs. I don't know if you've ever been here. But, no, but it's in the, uh, actually the, the entire Colorado area is in the, hopefully in the next year or the year after that. Yeah. Well, let, let us know when you're here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Reserve the seats. Yes. Yeah. I'll have, I'll have a seat and a pint waiting for you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it was just, it was kind of like out of the way and, um, and it was, there was some size limitations as well. Um, so Carlo, I mentioned big red and uh he's our he's our treasurer and he he linked me up he said hey there's a a new british pub that's going to be opening and the guy that runs it's a brit and i just maybe you guys should talk maybe it's something that we can look into and so i i talked to him and we kind of he was he's been uh in the soccer community and he owns another little fish and chip spot and he kind of told me what he wanted and it matched up exactly with what i saw for the club and he's been super supportive and make doing deals, you know, he, he'll do like $3 proper, the 20 ounce pints. And, you know, he just makes it, you know, makes it a cool experience. He, he, he ordered a signed liver, uh, Gerard Jersey from 2005 and that's going to be our end of the year raffle. Nice. So he's been super supportive and cool. And it was, you know, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, well, the location's bigger so we can grow into it it's the owner is super duper supportive of us and we have the same goals and we just want to grow and just make this thing as cool and as big and as fun as possible and so we we moved over there and everyone's been really really happy about it everyone i've talked to is like the food's great the beer's good the location's fantastic you know we can tell that the owner i don't know if you've i know you're part of our uh group and he posts things constantly. Yep, I've seen it. Yep. Yeah. And so it's really cool to have that support behind us. And that's been honestly been a game changer. We've since we've moved over there, I just feel like between being official, getting a new location, it's just kind of like exploded. We went from like, you know, 70 members to now I think we're, we're, we're well over a hundred now. So it was just kind of happened overnight, got into the, the community of there's apparently a lot more, um, expats here than I initially thought and so you walk in you see someone you hear them talking like oh you're you're from you know you're from somewhere near Liverpool or you're from you know London or Manchester occasionally or wherever and it's it's cool because there's a lot of that here that is cool and so when you're obviously you had like the perfect timing starting with the Champions League final and then the title run and stuff like that. But I'm sure it's still like a lot of work. I mean, what would you say was probably like the biggest challenge in terms of, you know, either getting the word out or increasing the numbers so that you can kind of like apply to be official? Yeah, I think it was reaching the community I wanted to reach. Because for me, 
I, I play soccer here in the community. And so I had that, but that's only, that's not that many people. Maybe like I can count, I can count how many people really would show up and care about it on one hand or two hands. So it was reaching the community I wanted to reach. Facebook has been huge in that. I haven't really had a lot of luck with Twitter. I don't have an Instagram yet. I, I'm not sure how I want to incorporate that, but Facebook has been kind of the godsend. It's, it's kind of, I, I promoted posts. I, you know, I've occasionally paid like five or 10 bucks to promote posts and it seems to get more of a response, but really at the end of the day, if your if your pub is a good spot and the people are having fun, they're going to tell their friends and their, you know, their friends are going to tell their other friends and you just show, slowly show up and you start, I start talking to people like, Hey, how'd you find out about us? And they're like, Oh, so-and-so. Oh, okay. Or I, it was great. I, one of my, one of the, the supporters saw a guy in Costco wearing a Liverpool jersey and he just walks up to him and says, Hey, you, you like Liverpool? And he's like, yeah, I, I love Liverpool. And he goes, well, we meet in this day. And then the guy shows up with like eight friends and I'm like, I guess this is how this happens. So I think that, yeah, the word of mouth is probably like the fastest way. And I know, I mean, yeah, Facebook was golden um, in terms of like getting the word out, but sometimes you kind of still on Facebook got to look for it almost to find it. I mean, I know, you know, being in Chicago, I mean, until I looked into it and became more involved with the community where like, you know, like the Liverpool fans and stuff like that, I did not realize there was like a, you know, supporter club downtown where they met for games and stuff like that. So it's a matter of more, as you talk to people, they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then the Liverpool jersey, yes. I mean, my daughters play soccer, so I usually show up to the games wearing, you know, like a Liverpool jersey. That's kind of like my any really unofficial outfit uh any kind of like liverpool <laughs> me too, me too. So, <laughs> like a hat shirt sweater whatever it is so uh so yeah i mean you meet a lot of people either uh, who love liverpool and you meet some uh, individuals who are not huge fans and just haters but that's it still makes good banter so it's all fun uh, so yeah. what's on the horizon i guess for you guys uh, now that you're official in a new location um, I know, like, obviously, like you said, COVID kind of throws a monkey wrench in all the plans, but um, I'm sure the momentum is like full speed right now. What else do you guys have on the schedule? Yeah, so I think our, our biggest thing is just to continue growing in numbers. And then, but I want to do that in the right way. And I want to develop like an atmosphere for the, the club a little bit more. I think that's one of my big things right now is just making it feel is res rowdy kind of ra ra rowdy might be the wrong word but still yeah i'm probably rowdy uh, <laughs> probably rowdy as possible uh teaching people songs is is something i would like to do um you know just just kind of keep building but build and have this be like a, an experience that you that you would get um you know if if you were in liverpool if you're at a pub i want it to feel like that i want the the people that are from liverpool to be like yeah, this is, this is kind of, this is kind of what you would experience at home if you were in a pub and I want it to feel like that. So that's kind of my goal right now, just to keep growing. I know with COVID, you never know if there's going to be another shutdown or, or not. So I'm, I'm kind of, um, uh, there's some question marks with that. And, and the thing, some things that I'd like to do, I can't do right now with COVID, you know, have a little, a few more get togethers and, um, you know, maybe like have like a Christmas party where everyone gets together 
I, I would like to get involved with some organizations maybe and do some fundraising. And I know a lot of official supporters clubs do that as well. And so I'd like to be on that train and, you know, have people think, Oh, that's the Liverpool supporters club. That's a, you know, that's a group of people that are, are charitable and cool. And then, you know, through that, the club grows even more and people just find love for Liverpool through that. And that's just kind of my goal. I just, I want, I want as many people to be Liverpool fans as possible. And that's one thing I was going to ask you. I mean, of your current members, do you find that, I mean, you mentioned there are a lot of expats, so I would assume those guys have been fans uh, either since birth or pretty darn close to it. Uh, but in terms of like the American fans in the, you know, in the group, uh, do you notice there are like mostly newer fans or like I, the ones I meet, like was Istanbul usually is a good turning point for it or is it kind of like mixed across the board? I think it's a pretty good mix. Even age range in our in our group is a pretty good mix. You talk to some people, and uh, there's a there's a one of our members. She came to to love Liverpool through her dad, and her dad recently passed away. And when he passed away, she really started showing up, and and she was like, you know, this is. I kind of talked to her like, hey, how'd you find out about Liverpool? And she was like, oh through this and my dad really liked it and so we're doing this for him and so you get some like something like that and then you get some fans that are like yeah I just started watching EPL um, we have uh, the Air Force Academy is here and so some cadets have started hearing about us and they come in and they're there's one guy there's one guy that he's been a, a fan for a long time and he's starting to kind of bring people in with him um, it's it's cool too and and we really they there's not a lot of places to watch like good soccer pubs here in Colorado Springs. So we do get, we do get rival fans, which is always great. It creates good banter, but it's kind of a mix of people that have been diehard for their whole life to get back to your question. And, uh, and people that are kind of getting going and, and, and we welcome everyone the same. We want, we want to, we want the diehards with, with the newbies. That's, that's kind of comes with the, comes with the, the territory. And do you get help with the from the experienced fans with that? I mean, the reason I asked is I think I, a lot of the stuff that I run into now that, you know, like we've done American Scouts for I mean, close to three years now. Um, and, you know, a lot of the newer fans are sometimes it really depends on like the, the older fans, how they treat the newer fans. I mean, obviously, everybody's new at one point, but sometimes you have, you know, fans who've been a fan forever, more welcoming and kind of like teaching the club. And there are ones who almost like kind of like want to keep the club to themselves a little bit and kind of like poo-poo the newer fans because they're obviously newer and kind of like maybe could be slightly chasing the success or they could be, I mean, let's face it. If, you know, if you just started watching the Premier League and you watch it over, let's say the last three, four, five years, Hex and Spop game. I mean, we do play a more attractive brand of uh, the game. So if you're a newer fan, obviously you are going to be attracted to it and there's success and you see all these fans. So, and there's, I mean, what's there not to like, so you're going to become a new fan. So is it like a easy to blend in? I know in, in every group, it really depends on like the experienced fans in terms of how welcoming they are and how willing they are, I guess, to share the club and like teach the club. Yeah. I think I've, I've been lucky with the group of people that I have because there's not really anyone that's like, comes in and they're like oh that's that's the grouch of the group you know to the, the new fans <laughs> so everybody's everybody's been super welcoming and cool and you know the, 
there's not so much mingling as there was, unfortunately, because people are social distancing and we're, I know a lot of places can't even meet right now. So we're really fortunate that we can, but it's one of those things where just everyone's really cool. Everyone's really laid back. Uh, there's a guy in our group that is, he, he really wants to teach everyone the songs. He, he hasn't been able to be part of the group in a little while because of COVID, but he, 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 before he would be in the game, he'd know every single song. Hey, did you guys hear this new song? Or did you hear this song? And he'd try to sing it and get everyone to learn it. And when you have people in the group like that, it makes it really easy for the people that are new to jump in and be like, okay, I'm not the only one that doesn't know all these songs. And, you know, I had, there's other people in here too. And I think it makes people more comfortable. Yeah, that is great to have. Like you say, it really depends on the group, I think, and kind of relies on like the experienced fans in terms of how welcoming they are or how, how willing they are to show why the club is special and why, you know, it's not a club to follow just for the success, but there's so many other reasons behind why to follow the club. So, I mean, yeah, man, you guys have definitely done a terrific job at a tough time. I mean, in some ways, yeah, it's easy. Uh, you know, it's a Champions League winner and then like the league winner. But I mean, with the COVID mess, I'm sure it makes things 10 times more challenging uh, to be able to keep these groups together and stuff like that. Sometimes it's good because it's an escape like we were talking about. But, you know, the whole social distancing and stuff, I'm sure makes it very difficult. You guys are actually lucky to be able to at least, you know, be in the same building watching it together because a lot of groups are kind of you know, doing Zoom meetings and stuff like that, which is still cool to be able to keep the community going. But we all know it's not the same as, you know, being able to get together and over a couple of beers and like sing and sing and dance and scream together and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, any, anything else you wanted to add for the listeners, uh, maybe listeners in the area or people visiting Colorado, like I will be hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, if, if you want to come join us, we're at, we're at the Great British Food Company now. And if, yeah, if you're in town, we'd love to have you, uh, especially you. Like now that we've talked, <laughs> we, I told I'm, I'm serious. If you come to town, let me know. And like I said, a, a pint and a chair will be waiting for you. But uh, no, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm, I'm, I want to just thank all all the people that have uh, been in my supporters club that have helped us build it. I think that you know, obviously, without them, we don't have anything. So, um, and and obviously, thank the club for for granting us the official status. That uh, that's a big deal. So I'm I'm re really really happy, and I, I look forward to growing the group and you know making the club proud. Yeah, I mean we'll have all your guys' information in terms of like the address and stuff, as much as well as like the social media contacts. So if people are going to be in the area and need recommendations or you know find out about the group events, they can join the Facebook group as well to find out. Because like you said, I mean even the specials and stuff like that, that's going to be on during the game there on there, which is kind of cool to have. So uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, congratulations once again, and hopefully we'll see you soon in Colorado. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And thanks for everybody listening. Check out the website for more information on Colorado Springs, as well as all the other sporter clubs. Uh, if you're in a city that you're not familiar with, check out the map. There has to be some other Red fans over there you can hang out with and watch the game. So have a good day, everybody, and up the Reds.